season four, episode 14. We're so close. Uh, the Potter Discussion. I'm your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little Easter eggs you might have missed, and you probably did. Today's episode is something that I have been pondering for quite the while now. We have touched on this subject before, but not quite gotten the answer. And that is another way to destroy a Horcrux. The only times Horcruxes have ever been destroyed was using either Basilisk Venom or Fiend Fire. And I think actually... Uh, Basilisk Venom was the only way that we actually saw it being destroyed, but we know that Fiend Fire is another way to do that. But today I have discovered yet another way to destroy a Horcrux, and it's going to be a fun episode because I'm going to be comparing two methods that I found could be very plausible, and that are <laughs> proper grammar, um, the Veil from the Department of Mysteries and the Ministry of Magic, and Dementors. The veil might be a viable option because it is a literal gateway between life and death. When Sirius Black fell through the veil, he died. And the big question there is if you threw a Horcrux through the veil, would that do the same thing? Or a Dementor. Dementors can suck out the soul of an object or a person. And the big question there is, is the soul destroyed after entering the Horcrux? Or the... Or, yes, it's definitely destroyed after putting the Horcrux. After entering the Dementor. So, two pretty even matches. And let's just go, because I'm excited to see the, what the answer is. Alright. The true weakness of a Horcrux. One of the defining factors of a Horcrux is its inability to be destroyed. The only way for a Horcrux to be fully dispatched to the realm of the non-existence is by magically destroying the host. The two examples of that we see in the story are Basilisk Venom and Fiend Fire. Two extremely difficult things to make or find. But there is a reason for that. A Horcrux is magic so strong it takes a destructive substance even more powerful than the Horcrux to have any effect at all. Only the deathly evil would ever even attempt to make such a thing. But there's still hope for us yet. Because today, I have found yet another way to destroy a Horcrux. But I'm not going to tell you yet, because I'm going to give you the two plausible solutions to this theory that I found. Those plausible solutions are the Veil or Dementors. The Veil is the archway in the Department of Mysteries that is a gateway from life to death. It is a literal stitch in the fabric of life. Throwing a Horcrux into the Veil would be a creative way of moving a Horcrux from the land of the living to the land of the dead. Dementors are the cold, dark, and depressing creatures that feed on the darkest human emotions. Dementors haunt the wizard prison Azkaban just for the chance at more sadness. Dementors can deliver the Dementor's kiss that sucks the soul out of a person. But is the soul destroyed? Who knows? 
Before we get into the specifics, I'll tell you what a Horcrux actually is so we understand what the challenge is. A dark wizard who wishes to extend their life can make a Horcrux. The process of creating a Horcrux starts with murder. After a person has died by your hands, you then must transfer the split piece of soul into an emotionally significant object. A Horcrux can be destroyed by destroying the object the soul is inside. That's often confused with the soul inside of a human. If a body were to be damaged, the soul inside would be just fine. But if the object a soul is inside was damaged, the soul would be broken. There is a catch for either scenario. If a human was hurt, the soul would be fine. Only if the human host died would the soul be affected. The catch for the Horcrux is it is very hard to maim a Horcrux. The object is so heavily enchanted, most magic is useless. So, what can destroy it? That brings us back to the matter at hand. Veil or Dementors. The veil may work because it kills. The archway is what separates life and death. Once a person steps through the veil, they are dead. Theoretically, throwing a horcrux into the veil would do the same thing. Kill it. A Dementor would do something very similar. When the Dementor's kiss is performed, the soul is sucked out of the body. But there is an issue with either of those methods. In both attempts, we never see the horcrux being destroyed. All we know is it is transferred to the general realm of death from the general realm of life. And that's it. But I still see a clear-cut answer. The third method of destroying a horcrux is... A Dementor. That is because of my Season 4 episode called The Anti-Horcrux. Killing a Horcrux only binds the Maker to death instead of life. Throwing a Horcrux into the Veil and moving it into the Land of the Dead would not destroy it. But if a Dementor sucked the soul out of a Horcrux, that would destroy it. Let me explain. A Horcrux isn't the soul. It's the fact that the soul is inside of something other than the owner. If the soul was taken out of the original object and put or sucked into something else, it might not have the same function. But... Might you be thinking, we've seen living horcruxes before. If a piece of broken soul went into a Dementor, it would still be a horcrux. But there is one crucial detail that makes that false. Any Dementor isn't alive. Having the soul taken from your body is worse than death. If that is what every Dementor is... You have your answer. A Dementor wouldn't need a soul because it's dead. And that would take the soul out of commission. Destroying it would be the same. And there you have it. That is the theory. And sometimes I think about what a soul actually does when the Horcrux is destroyed and when a person is killed. Now, I am never ever going to try to answer the question of what happens after you die. But... 
thinking about what the soul happens after you die in the Harry Potter world is a little more, um, you know, not as mind-boggling. And this theory really touches on, like, the technical side of what makes a Horcrux a Horcrux. And that's something that I feel like could be utilized or maybe even exposed by someone in the future trying to destroy a Horcrux. Because let's just think about this logically. A Horcrux is just the soul and the object. An object is just an object, and a soul is just a soul, but an object inside of the... rather, the soul inside the object that's not inside the owner is the Horcrux. And if it is taken, if the soul is taken out of the object, it's just an object and a soul. But of course, I'm not going to say that, because that's still not even destroying the soul. So, uh, let's just use Voldemort as an example. If Harry just took the soul out of a object... That would just be object and soul. Soul still intact, object still intact. So technically, the Horcrux is destroyed, but it isn't. It's crazy. It, I guess you could say it as the Horcrux isn't destroyed, but it isn't functioning as it used to. But the soul is still there. So the big question I was struggling with is how do you put it somewhere that it wouldn't be usable? Then I thought, well, if it's dead... I was just thinking about my uh, Antichrist episode about how that actually doesn't do anything except bind the maker to death instead of life. So throwing a Horcrux into the veil would just, I mean, it would take it away from life so they could be killed, but then they couldn't come back as a ghost. And like, that's not destroying it. It's good enough because coming back as a ghost wouldn't really do anything unless you're Voldemort. So I was going to say that, but... Dementor just makes, like, if you just really think about it, a Dementor just makes more sense. Because having the soul sucked out of you and not just removed... Okay, that's the same thing, but my point is, having it go into a Dementor, that's why there's such a big difference. Because a Dementor is dead, one, and it is not... Well, okay. That's my second point was, it's living, and it's not living. So... Oh, the only way a Horcrux can go inside a living thing is for the thing to be just that, living. A Dementor is not living, so if a Horcrux were to be uh, separated, an object and a soul, the soul would move inside of the Dementor. Then you think, great, live Horcrux, still the same. But no, dead Horcrux. Dead Horcrux equals destroyed Horcrux. This is like caveman math here. And... That's why this whole thing works, because after the soul enters something that is technically destroyed, the soul becomes destroyed as well. The soul isn't destroyed, but it should be. It just becomes a dead piece of soul, which is exactly what a Horcrux is. This is so like a one equals two kind of situation where it doesn't make any sense, but after I explain it, it does. So... Okay, I'm going to have to recap this. I'm going to have to recap my recap of the explanation. So, soul is what makes up a person. So, after the soul is taken out of the person, it is dead. But after putting it into another object, it is a horcrux. It has to be put into something that is either an inanimate object or a living thing. If it isn't put into either of those the Horcrux will be out of commission. The soul would have been dead. Like, if you... This is kind of gruesome, but if you cut off your hand, 
you can't move your hand anymore, and you just cut off your hand for nothing. But if you cut off your hand, put it onto a robot, and then put yourself into the robot, you can still move your hand because you put it into something else. So it's not kind of the same situation with a Horcrux. Putting a Horcrux into something that can still use it will allow that piece of soul to keep on living. And because an object has to be so heavily enchanted, like my notebook in front of me, that can't really use a soul. So I would have to enchant it like really, really heavily in order for the soul to find a home in the object that can't even hold it. But uh, a living thing is kind of cheat for a horcrux because it's already living it already uses has and it uses <laughs> wow i am on point today it uses and has a soul already so putting a soul inside of that living thing would just be putting your soul into someone else a different vessel and that is very different from a object because having a living horcrux it has its, like, major ups and downs. It's down because someone might know, and they could destroy it much more easily. And has its ups because that person could run away, that person could defend itself. And, of course, the snake. Like, you, I think a snake could, could defend itself just fine. So, having a horcrux as a soul inside of a living thing is dangerous, but it also pays off. So... Anyway, back to the Dementor or Veil. When a Dementor sucks the soul out of the object or body, it doesn't have a soul. It doesn't need the soul that it can retain. And I think what why the why the Elizabeth why the Dementors want the soul is because it is all of that person's emotion and feeling and being into one little tiny speck of blue. Well, that's how it was portrayed in The Prisoner of Azkaban. And the Dementor, that's like candy for a baby. That's a soul, a soul for a Dementor, candy for a baby. Same thing. <laughs> so when the soul is retained by the Dementor, what happens? Nothing, because the Dementor doesn't use it. It just ingests the soul and slowly feeds on it from the inside, and then maybe that's how it can be destroyed. Because a Dementor just has an endless supply of everything that it wants. So taking out all those happy memories and all those sad memories from the soul, it just creates an empty shell. It would be like taking the soul out of a person, taking the life out of a soul. Man, life, soul, person, this is, like, the most complicated math problem ever. Ooh, didn't pay my math budget, that's why it's complicated. So, I think this theory works because of everything I just said. A Dementor wouldn't need that soul, so it would just lay in dormant, and it would be dormant forever, because the soul could never be taken out of the thing that took it out of the thing that was taken out by the wizard in the first place. So, all these things just coalesce into something that is impossible to break. It's just an endless loop. A Horcrux has to be destroyed by something that is more powerful than itself. It has to be taken out or destroyed. Being taken out is a whole different ballpark than being destroyed. Because we, we saw Horcruxes being destroyed a ton. But it's the fact that the soul isn't in use. Because the Dementor doesn't have a soul. A Dementor is just a person that survived without a soul. Kind of what a Dementor is. So if the Dementor is given a soul, 
it has to use that. And because it, because it isn't using a soul in the first place, having a usable soul, it just doesn't mix. So the soul just goes into disarray and disuse, and it will never be seen again. Man, what a poetic ending. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or theories that you would like to hear on the podcast, you can definitely send me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. It would really help me out if you could scroll down, tap those five stars if you're on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, and even write a review that can help new listeners find this show, and it would make my day. Also, make sure to subscribe to never miss any future episodes. If you want my ultimate guide to a perfect Harry Potter marathon, where I give you my two favorite Easter eggs from every movie to make your watching experience just a little bit better, and be joined under the monthly stream of newsletters, giving you two insights onto my favorite theories of the month, all for free click that first link in the show notes below enter your first name and email and you are in it's that easy and that fun all right as always use information to your advantage and i'll see you later